Cyber Monday sale. What is happening, guys? Before you listen to today's episode, we thought we'd actually do what you're supposed to do when you own a web-based business. It's true. <laughs> which is participate in Cyber Monday. That's right. Every year, it goes by us, and we go, oh, we should have done something for that. Yeah. And this time, we thought of it just the day before. Just uh-huh. in time. Was, here we are. So here we are. If you're listening to this on the day that comes out, which is Monday, uh, that means we are running a Cyber Monday sale, which is 25% off shirts <laughs> and hats. Ball caps. Ball caps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 25% off ICS shirts and ICS ball caps. Yeah. Store-wide. 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 <laughs> all two ball all caps. Both, all both ball caps and uh-huh. all several shirts. <laughs> store-wide. This is a store-wide sale. It's true. Store-wide. 25% off. 25% off. And uh, as you know, a very popular item was our winter hat and our scarf. We haven't even talked about that being up on the store yet. It is up on the store. The winter hats and scarves are on the, are on the store. And today, for Cyber Monday... Normally, uh, you can save five or six dollars. Six dollars. Uh, some say six. Uh-huh. Uh huh. If you buy them together, so you buy the hat and scarf together, you save six bucks for Cyber Monday. And they have a nice ICS uh, winter hat and scarf, which I've gotten compliments on in the wild from people who don't know it's for a podcast. Right? right? Is there a better approval than a, than sh- than stranger Strangers? women? <laughs> stranger women who don't know what podcasts are? I don't think so. I think we really nailed it with the with the design on those. Random people just are like, that's a cool looking thing you're Absolutely. wearing. Absolutely. And by we, we mean Jacob. And thank you. Yeah, right. <laughs> and so Jacob, thank you for making that call. We all went in on the scarf. The we, scarf is all of it. I, th- we, I did the hat, but we, the, the scarf is everybody. We did, but it's a, it's a good look. And it if, if you want to find a way to bring up our insane asses in conversation. Yeah. What better way than through winter wear? <laughs> That's it. Through winter wear, it's our big move, especially if worn in July. Look out, 2019. <laughs> We're coming Here for you. Here comes our subconscious winter wear campaign. Gunning, <laughs> gunning for it, gunning for that number one spot. Anyway, so yeah, I know you're uh, right now. I know your fingers are already broken from burning things up on Amazon. Right. But just take some time. Go over to hayscoops.com slash shop and participate in our Cyber Monday sale. You guys looking for that unique gift? Yes. That one that no one else is going to get for that relative that has everything? (laughs) Yeah. I promise you, they don't have our shit. Yeah. Store-wide. Store-wide, guys. This sale is store-wide, except just for our shirts and hats. Ball caps. Ball Ball caps. caps. Not hats. Because the winter hat's a different deal. Just the yeah, yeah. just the shirts and just our shirts. Yeah, store wide, store <laughs> store wide, twenty five percent off <laughs> everywhere in the store. Do we need to offer them a code to do this? I don't think so. <laughs> I think it's just that day. Is that just right? That's, that's the price. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just that. I day. think we'll just set it up that day. Uh, this is all working under the assumption that we remember to set it up for that day. <laughs> So when you get to the site on Cyber Monday and you don't see any of these sales reflected that we've talked about, that's because we've messed up. I have a feeling you're just going to hear Jacob's voice before the show on Monday. (laughs) Going, yeah, guys, we tried three commercials. (laughs) Enjoy! If you can. (laughs) Also, there's a new price on the coffee mugs. The new price on the coffee mugs is only $9.99. So uh, if, you, if you've seen the coffee mugs on the shop before uh, and you wanted one but thought it, thought it was a little pricey, $9.99, that's the new price on the coffee mugs. 50% off. 50% off. Store-wide. <laughs> Just the shirts and, and ball caps. And the mugs. And the mugs. But they're not, yeah. And the, and the hats and scarves are, are cheaper if you buy a book together. We're new at this. <laughs> Store narrow. Store narrow, everybody. Hey, Johnny. Do you want to go to an ice cream social? Yeah, I'd love to. Great, let's go! 
It's time for an episode of uh, the musical Yodel. Sitting across from me is Paul Maddox. Across from me is Mr. Matt Donnelly. And on the knobs and dials is Jacob the Pickle. Hey. Welcome to Matt and Maddox Ice Cream Social. What's your deal, Jacob? <laughs> I've got, a, I've got a bone to pickle with you, Paul. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, let's spear this topic right away, then. <laughs> he he stole me. my pickle. Oh, no. Oh, my God. I just watched Jacob grab Paul's pickle. It was the hottest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> and then run across the room. If you heard a yodeling pickle, that means Michael Roth, Michael Elsroth is here. Yes. Elsroth came in with a gift of a yodeling pickle. Uh, which he's done for me previously. Yeah. So it's the same uh, yodel as the other pickle. Exactly. Same exact one. Uh, the only thing that makes this a Christmas pickle is that they put a fucking loop around the head of it and so that it fits a Christmas tree. They're smart so people over there. All they did is put string on it. Yeah. And now it's Christmas. What can we do, Jacob? Can we? Oh, we can just stick string around our poker chips and make them Christmas. Oh ornaments. yeah, there you go. Oh, that's a great idea. We just idea. drill a little hole. Yeah, we just well, put, no, put drill a, a drill a hole. Just glue. Just fucking yeah. Like just glue a hangy. Glue a hangy. One of those uh, metal uh, like a, like a fishing hook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like one well, of the bendy ones, though. Oi, oi, yeah. I feel like not easier to. I feel like it'd be easier to drill a hole in it. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, but I like bendy fish hooks. Because Which is the name of my uh, psychedelic uh, jam band in Bendy college. Fish Hooks. I <laughs> <laughs> cover fish songs. Uh, I like it. Yeah, that's all we did. It's really hard to cover jam band music. Like, this was, note for note, 22 minutes of this. <laughs> of con- Can you imagine? Of Hartford, Connecticut concert. September 28, 1968. A jam band cover band. But, and they can say oh, which amazing. one they're covering, like, to the note. There's no freedom in it whatsoever. <laughs> but it sounds loose like, as a motherfucker. Wait, 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 wait. You got you playing the exact same you're a jam band? Yeah. No. No. We're we're a jam, we're a jam cover band, band cover band. What do you mean? Like have you ever heard Elvis uh, cover band? So sure. what do you expect to hear from an Elvis cover band? Elvis songs? Right. So we're a jam band cover band. So you cover jam ba- <gasps> to you, the note. What? <laughs> to the note. You're crazy, man. <laughs> we, have, we want the most amount of jam band music with the least amount of freedom. So you're not even a jam band. You're just a cover band. Here's my card. Bendy Fishhooks. Whoa, Bendy Fishhooks. You tell me which concerts you went to. <laughs> you pick out which songs you like from which concerts. We'll play those songs for you at your wedding. I want to hear Garcia's 15-minute rendition of Inagata DeVita <laughs> from the Garden in 86. <laughs> What do you got for me? I got that. <laughs> you got that exact thing? Note for note. Here we go. Live. Complete with weird feedback and a G-string breaking in the middle of it. <laughs> Two, three, four. <laughs> Amazing. You're like a fucking time machine. Because <laughs> if it was the dead, it would start off with a song that you didn't think you knew, and then it slowly became the song you knew, and you'd cheer Ooh, like a minute in. Oh, this It's not even one of theirs. Oh, man. They don't even do any of theirs anymore. Are you a... Grateful Dead fan? Yeah. (laughs) Right? It has to come up. Imagine, like, we're 524 episodes in, and Paul's like, dude, huge Dead dead fan. I have. Have you seen all those fucking multicolored teddy bears I have all over my car? I'm so all about that shit. I have bootleg after bootleg. So many bootlegs. And it's all on audio tape, so I have to have a converter for my car. (laughs) 
like that you would one we wouldn't know about it you you don't do drugs right uh have you ever been close to our friends with a, a big deadhead no okay i have and to listen deadhead talk about like the constant experience like they're describing like mozart uh-huh. it's really frustrating <laughs> sure I'm sure. And then that was once in a while. It was my buddy Tom. My buddy Tom would just love to tell me dead stories. And I knew nothing about music. So I would just kind of take right. it all oh, in. sure. And there was like one album I liked. American Beauty was an album I liked by them. It was, the, it was like their second studio album where they had to put out an album. Like the studio was like, please make music we can put on a thing. And they're like, fine, this one time. Uh, and uh, it's, a, it's, it's a good album. I went back and listened to it. It's not a great album. It's just a good It's a fine album. Yeah, yeah. It's a grateful album. It's a grateful Fucking dead in the water album, dude. You're really under uh, undervaluing uh, Terrapin Station. It's really, really <laughs> Which Terrapin I got into for a moment because I worked with the fucking orchestra back in like Paul McCartney did that. Like all of a sudden I was like, what if we got an orchestra to back us? Which I won't even do, but because Todd Berry does the best bit on that. I'll just, I'll actually, you know, because I got criticized for doing a comedian's bit on air. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you the Todd Berry's bit. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like, I love seeing Guns and Roses live. This is so old. He doesn't do it anymore, so it doesn't matter. But uh, uh, he's like, I love seeing Guns and Roses live on television with an orchestra. They're the ones facing the crowd, and the orchestra is there with sheet music. Yeah. Those are the guys that need to know where the notes are going, huh? <laughs> the classically trained Juilliard guy with the violin's like, get out of town. G, D, <laughs> G again. Um, <laughs> which I love so much. And I remember getting into, because trying to, trying, trying to, because Tom was a very close friend of mine. Uh, um, still is. I mean, we never falling out or anything. I'll, get him on I'll, here. I'll, I'll, give, I'll give him a call. Get him on oh, here. Oh, like right now? Why not? <laughs> what the fuck we got to lose? This I barn would, uh, burner. I would, uh, <laughs> and Terrapit Station was like, oh, I like orchestra stuff. I'll mm-hmm. listen to that. And then you realize it's really just the same song the whole time done like in like weird different things to make it seem like it's different songs but just keeps drifting back to the same like was that intentional was that intentional uh by a bunch of drug addicts trying to find the imagination with an orchestra yes that uh we're okay tom i wonder if he even still is uh, a huge deadhead ask him if he ever bought a, a grilled cheese at a concert out the parking lot I I will ask him that. A grilled cheese, yeah. giant quotes. Now that's how you know a true deadhead. That's, that's a, get a grilled yeah. cheese. What is oh, it? what is a grilled cheese? It's a grilled Here's cheese. Here's to dial. There are people that like that would go make, around and they, to make grilled cheese. Yeah, and that's how they pay that's to follow they, the dead. Right, right, right. Here. But is there anything special about that grilled cheese? Yeah, no, not really. It's just it's you're high as a kite. Yeah. it's the same. It's no different than we talked about the grease truck. Grilled cheese. Well, there used to be a guy too that and. I don't know why I know this, but there used to be a guy that would walk around dead shows and he had a lot of hair and he kept it up and he'd walk around and go, doses, doses, anyone, <laughs> doses. And if you wanted something from him, he would reach in his hair and pull something out. Oh, wow. Yeah. And you eat his hair. Yeah. And then he'd be like, you're gross. And yeah. he'd laugh at you and run yeah. away. <laughs> I definitely, at a Tool concert, uh, paid like $40 for like portobello mushrooms. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely, yeah. I definitely just ate a bag of mushrooms uh, out of this guy's trunk outside of a Tool concert, 40 bucks, and it definitely was like nothing psychedelic about it at all. Yeah, yeah. I definitely just ate like a Campbell's soup can of, of tomatoes. <laughs> Your revelation was, <laughs> oh, picked dude, them off I just pizza. wasted 40 bucks. He picked them off Yeah, and pizza. for me, like $40 was like, holy shit, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That's mean now. Yeah. <laughs> 
Forty dollars. Oh shit. Yeah, I would hate wasting forty dollars now. Right. Yeah, yeah. So then it was like robbery. Yeah. Then it was like, uh, especially. I basically was like, can I call the FBI on this? Here's the mushroom. I just want to say, I'm not going to call my friend Tom. Here's why I'm not. No. Okay. I haven't called him out of the blue to talk as a normal person to him in a very long time. So right. it'd be too weird. And we only kind of just checking on the you were holidays. Call uh, what's his name? Jerry Garcia. No, Jerry Garcia. Here's the phone. You can talk to Jerry Garcia. So I think it'd be rude to be like, "Hey, I haven't talked to you in a long time, but I'm getting you on my podcast. I want to make fun of you for like in the Grateful Dead." <laughs> That's what just played out in my head. It just yeah, feels like yeah, a no, dick it's move. Not a good, it's not a good yeah. move. It's yeah, not yeah, a good yeah. idea. I'm glad you didn't do it. Yeah, Open yeah, with yeah. the, "How do you feel about grilled cheese?" How do you feel about grilled? Oh, I should. Yeah, we, we never talk about the dead the whole time. Yeah, and I get off, and Paul's like, "What? It's dead." Uh, wh- who did you think I was calling? The comedian. Oh, oh Todd Berry. Yeah, I thought you, I was like, I thought, <laughs> I thought, oh, you're pals with Todd Berry? Oh, oh, give him a call. Here's the funny thing about Todd Berry. Yeah. I was pals with him yeah. for exactly one month. Yeah. It was really funny. So what happened was we were out in doing the Trino Video Projects at the uh, Edinburgh Fringe Festival uh, in 2004. And there, I also hung out with, uh, fuck, those two uh, New Zealand guys who, who are famous. The Flight of the Concords. Flight of the Concords, right? So Flight of the Concords, me and Jemaine. Todd Berry and Kurt Braunel are... We'll go out for drinks like every night at the mm. French Festival, right? And Todd Berry was there doing a show. And Todd Berry ended up doing that joke when I went to saw him because he was doing new material and it was very like American. And it was also a very New York stand-up at that era, which was very like nuanced and not like set up jokes. And the British audiences at the time, or at least even international audiences, wanted wanted comedy to be very deliberate, very set up in punchline. So he ended up like scrapping his whole act and just doing a bunch of his old jokes where he had set up and punchlines to it. Mm. He was the, he was sponsored to bring out there because Dimitri Martin had crushed the year before, and that they liked that how irreverent Todd Berry was. So the same producers brought out Todd Berry, thinking he would hit out there like Dimitri Martin did, and um, and uh, it turned out to not be the case that year. It just he was he was doing fine, but he wasn't like didn't create a giant buzz of festival or whatever. He was selling some tickets and he was doing stand up every mm-hmm. night. But because of that, he was not having the best time. So he loved finding us and just finding other New Yorkers. He didn't want to take in any international culture. He just was like, let's hang out. These are New Yorkers. Let me drink beers with these New Yorkers and just talk shit, make fun of things. Mm. And and we would do that every night. We just talked shit, made joked around. I loved hanging out with him, loved joking around with him. But straight up, this is how amazingly honest Todd Barry is, right? So we're doing the Trino Video Project where we have people sit in with us every night and we run around and we make an instant movie, you know, we're, and we even got the Flight of the Concourse to come in and do one with us and, and all kinds of fun shit. And so uh, Todd Berry's show conflicted with ours so we never got to do the Trino Video Project. So while we were talking about it, I remember like two weeks in where I was like, you know, we go back to New York, we do this show, you should come uh, come do the show. <laughs> and Todd Berry goes, <laughs> literally goes, Todd Berry goes, oh, Look, this is all fun here now because we're at this festival and stuff. But when we go back to New York, I'm I'm not doing your show. <laughs> <laughs> look, he literally was like, "Look, I know I'm above your station, right? I'm having fun with you and all. Yeah. You're nice, you're nice company, but in this New York, I'm a real to do. Yeah, I'm a real known comedian. I'm not going to your little show to run around <laughs> and do a little movie. Uh, but I love it. He really, he literally told me we're not going to be friends and get back to New York." Which I thought was so funny. There it is. Uh, That's it, like the nicest way to big time somebody ever. And and this was not like even like the end of the thing. It wasn't like you know the end of Breakfast Club. Like, will we still be still friends in the morning? Out. To make a timely reference to all our <laughs> listeners. <laughs> <laughs> and for those of you who haven't seen Breakfast Club, it's because you're younger. It's because. <sighs> it's because you have a weird piece of technology in your hand that you're listening to this on. Uh huh. Um, <laughs> 
let's uh, let's let's fix it. Yeah, let's do Breakfast Club <laughs> right now. Let's, oh, okay. Yeah, let's yeah. just do it. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, you kids are here in detention because you all did something stupid and you're in detention. Yeah, whatever. I'm just a girl who doesn't talk much, and I'm a real social outcast. I don't give a shit. I'm not going to talk right now. Yeah, whatever. I'm the pretty popular girl, but I'm in here for weird reasons, and I'm still trying to be popular. I'm a really athletic jock wrestler. Uh, I may seem like I have it all together, but I got secrets. I'm the stoner jerkbag who's got a heart of steel, but actually gold underneath, and I'm really the nicest one. Two months, Bender. I got you for two months. Fuck you. What if your house... No. What if your dope was on fire? What? I'd save my dope. <laughs> oh, you don't really think that, do you? Yes. You're different. I feel like I know you. Hey, you never You never hang out with a pretty girl like me in school. I, what what would a guy like you want to do with this really hot, popular, awesome... Terrible chick? things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, let's go hang out with Ali Sheedy while she uses dandruff for snow. Yeah. On her drawings. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, my God, you guys. I, I heard a kid and I regret it because I put tape on his ass and there was pieces of skin on the tape. Anthony Michael Hall. Nobody even realized you were here. <laughs> oh, shit. I forgot I was in this movie the whole time. Damn it. <laughs> All right, that's the breakfast. That's club. the breakfast club, guys. <laughs> and then you raise your fist in the oh, air. Yeah. Don't you forget? And oh, nice. There you go. That, ladies and gentlemen, was the breakfast club. I've told the story about this song and a bar fight on this show, haven't I? Or no? About don't forget about me? Yeah, simple I minds, don't right? Think so no, I don't think so. Okay, so play this song. Okay. And I'm gonna need you to fast forward towards the end. It's it's the, if you if you try to do this at karaoke, it's a mistake. The song is longer than you think. Oh, How long yeah, is it? It's a four and a half minute song. Exactly, and you think it's three minutes, and so you're just waiting for. The, and we're all just waiting for the end part. These guys don't know the song. You don't know the end. Can you get to? Can you go to the end? Is it a movie called uh, Breakfast Club? Is it a movie called The Breakfast Club? If you haven't, for a frame of reference, this is part. Oh, okay. And if you hear, if you hear any cover band is live, everyone sings this. Na, 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 na. Right. So I am uh, I'm at this bar underage. I'm sticking in. Uh-huh. Like I'm 18. I'm sick. I've snuck into this bar in Red Bank, across the street from where I do improv. And my voice is cracking because I'm talking about my childhood. <laughs> and uh, um, and so I used to always just try to order like a really strong drink and like hide so they wouldn't have to like risk it twice. So Long Island iced tea. I would like a Long Island uh, iced tea, yeah. please, right. sir. But then knowing that, I would be like, give me a screwdriver because old people probably say screwdriver, right? So I was, I think old I was, people yeah, I was drinking a screwdriver. Is it the Harvey same? Wallbanger, please. Yeah, exactly. Rusty nail and don't cheap on the rust. That's not true. That's not Is a tomato what makes it rusty? Uh, I don't think so. What's a rusty nail? It's, I used to know this. It's 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 just a screwdriver with some other sweet liqueur in it. I don't know. I, I don't. I used to know these things as a bartender, but I to forget. the internet. To the internet. Okay, this is definitely not important to the story at all. So I'm Are in there. Are you sure? Don't cheap yourself out. You know, I would. I would ask for like. I remember I used to go like, "Can I have a Sierra Nevada?" Because an old person would like Sierra Nevada, right? <laughs> and like, oh, if he looks over old people's beers, yeah, because that way they wouldn't card me. How was the Zima there? <laughs> it was delicious. It's a it was Scotch like Sprite, Scotch and Trambouille. Scotch and Drambuie. God, that's disgusting. Ooh, that's awful. It's a rusty Ooh. nail? Yep. Because it used to be called Just Hate Yourself. <laughs> Until the guy who invented yeah. it killed himself by drilling a rusty nail into his own skull. <laughs> I would like to throw <laughs> up <laughs> and have diarrhea. What is Drambuie? Drambuie is, it's it's like a it's Scotch a liqueur. liqueur. Wait, yeah, yeah. Oh, gross. no, he played for the Wildcats. Drambuie? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Didn't he? Was he one of the Twin Towers? Sam Bowie? You're yeah. talking about Sam Bowie, yeah, yeah. 
No, I think you're. Isn't that the uh, the the big black guy from Major League? Uh, isn't, Joe it, Boo. Isn't that no, yeah, not, yeah. Joe Bowie? Joe Bowie. Joe Bowie. Uh, Fuck you, Joe Bowie. I do it myself. Isn't it the thing that ships avoid? Drown buoys. <laughs> <laughs> they have a little bell on them. Drown buoys. Ding 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 ding. Rocks ahead. Drown buoy. I. <laughs> what what an awful guy to be on a ship with. <laughs> Good morning. Coffee's made. Like, Rocks ahead. Please stop. Just let me let me get some food in me or something. It's four thirty in the morning. Before I talk That's to you, boat please. morning. <laughs> boat morning. Get up. I still miss. You know what? At the time, I hate it, but I miss boat morning a little bit. Good boat morning, everyone. <laughs> Trampooey. Man, I hated that guy. So I'm in salads the- are ready. I'm That's in- what we eat for breakfast on boat morning. Salads. Salads on the boat is a piece of fish. I hated that guy so much, but you know what? Two years later, he died, and I miss him like hell. I'm gonna Sing die. <laughs> so, all right. So, so the, uh, that's the end of the song. Uh, singing, nah, 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 yeah, yeah. So, so I'm in this bar, and there's a cover band there because it's Jersey. And um, oh boy, and uh, a fight breaks out. A fight breaks out like, during that part. Uh, no, just during the song. Okay. Okay. And. Like, when I say a fight breaks out, I mean not between two people, but like multiple people. The fight. Just a fight. The a, bar is a, in fight. It is a bar brawl. Fight mode. For sure. Like, at least at least eight people fighting in this tiny bar. They okay. ran out of Long Island iced tea, I believe. Yeah, like they ran out of Drambuie. They're like, fuck this place. <laughs> <laughs> Burn, Burn it, it down. Burn it my down. buddy who helped sneak me in, my buddy Pete, uh-huh. uh, is doing a bad job of breaking up the fight. By doing a bad job, I mean that he has decided to get in the middle of people and punch both of them. He's, he is not participating <laughs> in the fight. He's punching both of them just into stop. That's not breaking up a fight. Not at all. That's increasing and the he's, fight. He's now in a fight. And I literally, I don't want to hop in. Sure. I should have my buddy's back, but I don't. No. Because one, he's an idiot. We were not right. a part of this fight at all. <laughs> And two, I don't. My whole job is to be as not memorable as possible. You're like, underage. I, I wanted to keep sneaking into all these bars. So anytime anything was like, anytime even someone even said, "Do you have ID?" and I would check my pockets, and as soon as they give me a look like they're not going to let me in, I would leave as fast as possible so they didn't remember my face. I because ne- this is my town. I want to drink underage here all the time. Man, you were desperate to drink underage. I needed alcohol, Elstroth. <laughs> no, it's, what's funny is that all my friends were 21 and I wasn't. Oh. And so it was like it was just a weird thing of like constantly either being excluded from what they were doing, and they thought it was hilarious to try to sneak me in all the time. They didn't give a fuck. They just were always like, oh, "Let's try to get Donnelly in." <laughs> so this is what always was the, the the plan. I had no really. I had no choice. You finally get an ID. Uh, I did have a, a an ID. It was a New York State ID. Yeah. It was a real ID, which helped. But it was of someone who kind of looked like me. Right. And then if you look up close, looked nothing like me. And if you look at the stats, not like it. So it was like 5'5". <laughs> five, five. Patrick Goodwin. I still remember his name. Oh, Patrick, if you're listening. Oh, a different Thank person. You. It was a totally what's different your, person. What's your home address, Martha? I had it all memorized. It was someone's actual ID. It was someone's actual ID. No, he just had gotten a spare. He lost it, got in a spare, then he found it. And then and he was like, hey, I could make $30 Even weirder. endangering my entire life. Even weirder. It was the girl who was the school Peggy, lovely woman, who took care of, uh, she helped this manage the improv. Pre, this is pre-internet. That's how. Oh, Nobody yeah. would ever sell their actual ID. And he didn't sell it. He just, what? Peggy was friends with him. What? We actually had a spare ID, knew that I like to drink underage with my <gasps> friends. Right. And literally goes, hey, I want to give this to Matt, who does improv, that I help manage this comedy club. I want to help Matt drink underage. Oh, she just gave me it. It was a gift. And he was like, go for it? <laughs> yeah, and he was like, he didn't yeah, even yeah. know who I was. He lived in New York State. You know, Matt, he's he's kind of a serious alcoholic. I'd like to give him this uh, <laughs> like this to... ID and listen, help him out a little bit. With that. Listen, 
This guy's no organ donor. You're doing the world no good by keeping this idea to yourself. Yeah. These organs are going to go whether you're part of this or not. This guy can either drink mouthwash or keep making toilet wine at his home. Or you can give it your the same thing happened to SJ in college. Someone just gave her an Somebody ID. Somebody just gave her an ID. It was actually another another underage woman who had just turned 21 who has a passling a passling passing a passling it's a little elf. <laughs> yeah. A little elf who helps people get into bars underage. A, I'm pass- a passling. <laughs> a passing semblance to SJ who had been Hold given this right ID there. from someone else. You think you're getting in here? And so it was someone's real ID but like two people removed from that person. Oh. What's funny for me is that, is that I honestly did not drink in high school at all. Yeah. And then in college, I was like, I've decided, like, I need to change that. <laughs> like, it was a weird decision of, like... Here we go. And it was also, like, I hated, I hated high school because it felt like you just got people drunk to molest them. That's what it felt like to me. And so I didn't like being a part of that. But then when I could be out with friends at bars, that felt like an even playing ground. It didn't feel like it was a creepy party where someone's older brother got us a it's keg. It's tougher to molest people in a public bar. <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> So that bouncer was like, do you really want to get in? I'm going to shove this passling up your ass. <laughs> Is that Ben Roethlisberger? <laughs> I'm going to go to the like bathroom. That. I sure hope nobody follows me oh, in there. Oh, God. Uh, ben Roethlisberger and his passling just just eyeballed that kid. They're following him into the bathroom. Oh, God. He's going to get stuck. He's going to get Big Ben. I'm not He's saying Big Ben him over. I'm not saying this was correct logic. I'm just letting you know the logic that took place. That's what you thought at the time. So. How long were you in college, by the way? <laughs> oh, oh, me? 18 yeah. years. 18 months uh, total. <laughs> so you started about, drinking when you went me. to college. And, and then dropped out accordingly. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About so, the same Because I had the adulthood thing down. I drink yeah. like an adult now. I don't need to be here. That's the formula. Um, yeah. I don't know if the two are related uh, there, uh, detective. I need a lawyer. Saved by a yodeling pickle. Not the first time you've said that. So they my put buddy, those in a rusty nail now. I my buddy Pete is punching two people drinking rusty nails. Yeah, good. A bunch of people are fighting. Bar staff and the bounce staff have, have, uh, have, have started just grabbing people and like in like checking them. Yeah, literally, there was up the stairs and like literally just like not throwing them down the stairs, but just shoving them into the stairwell. Like get the fuck out, right? And escorting them out, right? The band has stopped playing. It is silent in the room. And everybody is like really taken aback. This is a little suburban neighborhood, you know, whatever. And a big bar fight like that is scary. It is fuck. very scary. And yeah. I literally, I literally like uh, backed into a corner and like cowered. Like right. I literally was the biggest wuss, holding holding my little screwdriver, with little orange juice and vodka in my little hand, like a, like an elf would hold a cup of cut cocoa. Like a pass. I, like, I did not realize that you were serious when you said you ordered a screwdriver. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it was like a lot of vodka. Because that's an old person drink. It's an old person drink, and it was like a lot of vodka, and that right. would be good. And uh, 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 and vitamin C. So. Uh, <laughs> they don't want to give you much orange juice, do they? Well, that's it. Yeah, the orange juice is probably more valuable than the vodka. In most places, that absolutely is the case. The vodka is cheaper than orange juice if they use real. Unless they juice. use that Donald, and butter. they have more or vodka they use that around. Gun orange juice. If you gun orange juice out of a gun, oh, yeah, oh. Yes. as soon as you see the gun come up, just leave the bar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> is, that I, fr- oh, is that fresh squeezed? And it should be yeah, fresh because, squeezed out of a gun. And because I started drinking. Uh, not to just get drunk in high school. I also did like better beers that I often couldn't afford. So buying a mixed alcohol drink, though expensive, was at least more bang for the buck kind of thing. Right. So felt I really like drinking did. a good beer. It, it was. It, I, it was. I just hated the taste of bad beer. Sure. Cheap beer. Um, and um, regardless, so the fight is there. It is dead quiet. They've thrown all of the people out of the bar. You're watching just the bar staff and the bouncers look and bewilderment at each other, like, "What the fuck just went down?" Yeah. I look back at the band. The band is frozen on stage. Right. And I literally just kind of stand up from my little uh, uh, hidden perch 
and I turn to the lead singer and I make eye contact with him and I go, singing na 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 na, and the band literally gets up like a bad movie. They're like singing na, and then boom, the band kicks up and everybody starts playing and then whatever, and then the audience starts also singing in this little bar, and the bar guy stands up on the bar is like, whoa, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Like, no, we're not doing that. We're not, we have not finished handling this situation. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Shut up. That's awesome. And I people are hurt over here. <laughs> I literally went back, to, went back to my corner. I was like, oh, no, no, no. Still scurry, scurry, scurry. <laughs> I've been noticed. Oh, no. You idiot. That's hilarious. It was a fucking band. Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck yeah, we can do this. That's where we left off. Fuck off. Shut up. We are not done. Knock that off. Turn that off. It was People one of got really hurt. <laughs> it was one of the greatest moments of my life. That's fucking funny. <laughs> Cuz it's it's a that's a big win and yeah. then it just that that's an Italian air show. Heavy Italian air show. <laughs> that's great. Oh man. Man, I can't yeah, I can't believe I never told this story on air. That's that's, that's a good that's one. one. That's a that's <laughs> a winner. It's like the bartender just a Stop that. So mad. Get <laughs> off. So great, and then, and then years later, I'd be bartending. I would the exact same reaction. Oh yeah, sure. they're like, "What the fuck? No, stop, <laughs> stop that! There's no band anymore. <laughs> you guys go home. I don't care how much money I make anymore. I was punched in the face. <laughs> fuck you guys. Right. I work here. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh boy. That uh, was me. Five foot six, Patrick Goodwin. <laughs> <laughs> Address. Oh, I used to know it. It was just New York State now. It's all it's all a blur now. Yeah. Patrick Goodwin Lane. Yeah. Uh so it's all an alcohol fueled blur. <laughs> ridiculous. Anne has me watching a new show. She's yeah. always good with finding the shows. Yeah, oh yeah. And uh PBS has a new one called uh The Food Flirts. The Food Flirts. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Hey, chicken parm. Is that fresh mozzarella melted it's on you? Two, it looks great. It's two 60-year-old women. Oh, God. They're sisters. Is this British? No, oh. but it feels it British. sounds British. <laughs> That's exactly right. It feels <laughs> British. That's the thing. It's it's feel-good food stuff. It's great. Because the great uh, American bake great, caking. Great cake British caking. bake-off. Yeah. Yes. Made everyone be like, oh, we really underestimated <laughs> what we can do with a reality show. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They And it's is exactly what that is. This is one of the People first talk about wave. that show like it's Hamlet. It's done good things. Yeah. Well, that's it. The people like, you think reality shows have to be all this bullshit, but it doesn't. No. You just need people who really love cake to talk about cake. That's it. Yeah. You can be kind to people yeah. and still have a reality show. Yeah. And that's what these ladies do. They flirt their way through kitchens. <laughs> they go back there and they get flirty with the chefs. Amazing. Old ladies is getting flirty? Yes. <laughs> they get hand jobs. And they discover two foods per episode. Oh, okay. And then they try and do a fusion thing at the end. Okay. All right. 
and you're into it. Do you have have you already had dreams or erotic dreams? Yes, about old ladies kind of giving <laughs> no, giving you the business in the I've kitchen. Been watching it for like two days. It's only. Do you think is there only ever, six episodes? Is there a part of you where they realize that they're flirting with a guy who like he, 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 this guy don't give a fuck. He wants I, these ladies. I did have a dream where my dick turned into a chicken parm, so I don't know <laughs> if that had something to do with it. The episode where they make buttered uh, uh, buttered spatchcock is really where. It, Takes a turn for the better. Butters, buttered spatchcock. Spatchcock. <clears throat> My spatchcock. Yeah, I took a spatula to your really cock. Buttered. Got really buttered. It's never been buttered. I think I'd be fine with someone hitting my cock with a buttered spatula. Sure. <laughs> Why not? I'm into the show now. Again? It's uh, <laughs> it's adorable. It's a very, very silly little show. And they go back to their house and they have a party and they invite all the chef's friends. Buttered and... spatchcock sounds like, this, like that would be the main character of a British anti-bullying film. Right. You leave Butter Spatchcock alone. He's not done nothing to nobody. <laughs> Butter Spatchcock's a good boy. He behaves himself in class, he does. It and absolutely you, sounds like a character from, like, from like Faulty Towers. You gonna go over there and give him the business? Give him a rogering? No, thank you. <laughs> toss off. Toss off, you tossers. Toss off, you tossers. Leave Butter Spatchcock alone. Butter Spatchcock. Please come to the principal's office for an how many, award. How many episodes are you in? I've seen two. Two. How many three. are there? Three. Six. I've Whoa. seen three. It is. So British. I've seen half the series. Even that sounds British. It is six episodes. So the one that the, the the one that really was like, oh yeah, they get they go and they get pretzels. Whoa. And they also Do get tell. they also get chocolate, like hardcore cacao chocolate. Oh okay. How do you like cacao? Yeah. How do you like cacao? And they make this intense. Pretzel, chocolate bread pudding. That sounds delicious. Oh man, I'd skip the first two. I just go right to that that last thing. Well, that's it. Yeah. Well, no, but they, they get some good pretzels. All right, I'll take a journey with these old ladies. And they get some good chocolate. Do you think they were really hot in their day or hot hot now? They show pictures of themselves as, <laughs> as youth, and it's really funny how they yeah they they've been flirty their whole lives. <laughs> They literally probably, that probably was the pitch. Like, listen, we get the fuck into any kitchen we want. That's their all thing. The time. That, that we so we we love to flirt our way through kitchens. That's what we like to do. I can't stop thinking this show is British. So when you use an American accent, I'm thrown every time. They're totally they're totally they're 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 from Boston area. Oh, okay, and they're like, uh, let the games begin. That's what we say. That's how they start their show. You know who likes going out to lunch with them the least? Who their husbands. I don't think they're married. <laughs> oh, I, I think say, they're. I think they're whoever, two spinster sisters who sits, live together still. They sit up. It's like it's just like uh, you go out to lunch with them, and they're like, oh, "We should go in the kitchen and be like, I, can we just have one lunch where you guys don't leave me sitting here while you just go in the back of the kitchen and flirt and sexually and harass some bus? They, just, they, go, they go. I want to go to to Stanley's Deli. You want to fuck Stanley's? What you want to do? Did I say that? No, I. They like the like the pastrami there. Makes a good pastrami. Stanley likes your pastrami. Yeah, last time you came That's home going on. from the place where you like the pastrami, you had deep fire grill marks on your ass. <laughs> <laughs> well, he got handsy. <laughs> what can I say? He backed me into a corner. What was I supposed to do? Not fuck him in the kitchen? <laughs> yes. What? That's what you were supposed to do. Not fuck him in the kitchen. Not what I'm doing. Also, unfortunately, the inspector came through while we were fucking in the kitchen. I, I sent the inspector back there. 
<laughs> oh, you did. This is a health hazard. Oh, well, it was. My asshole was directly on the burner. <laughs> so that's a health hazard, I'm sure. I'm going to write you a ticket. Oh, yeah? Well, I'm going to lick it. What are you going to do? Um, that's why. That's how I do it. I turned it around. <laughs> I flirted with the inspector, too, and fucked him. <laughs> Let me tell you, oh, he inspected every crack. By the time I left, I fucked six guys, and I saved the company $6,000. He inspected every crack, and by that, I mean both. <laughs> <laughs> both of my cracks got heavily inspected. I can't only six episodes of this. I walked away with an A rating. <laughs> a for asshole inspected. <laughs> and also, A for agina. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, I I actually did the same thing. I got I got closed for pests. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out I had a rat nest. <laughs> what? Um, <laughs> closed for pests is my biography. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm uh, closed for pests. Sorry. No flirting here. Closed for pests. I'd put a fucking bug bomb in my pants. RJ Owens is here, everybody. (laughs) RJ's here! (laughs) RJ, fresh off your performance, you did the Cirque Cabaret night, is that right? I did. He was fantastic. What happened? RJ, for a guy who's retired from magic, has been secretly doing a lot of magic lately. Yeah, because I'm I'm working with this guy, you know? (laughs) And it pisses me off when he does it wrong, so I have to go out there and do it right. (laughs) To this day, it's always like whenever I, we have a bad rehearsal or I'm very frustrated, I just look at RJ and I go like, you can do all of this tomorrow. No problem. You're very capable of doing this entire act tomorrow. Have you talked about the whole change and transformation? Uh, yes. we oh, fantastic. Yeah, we've deri- I mean, we've, I've told people that in depth, that basically you and I really get into it on episode six of Abracababble. True. But we went over it here. Uh, Paul Empathize, actually. It's, it's the whole title of the two episodes ago, which is Stolen Feathers, because Paul Empathizes because he has to wear an army outfit for his job. Mm. And as soon as he walks away from where he works, people either assume he's in the army or find out he's not and hate him for it. Mm-hmm. And worse than me, which people find out I'm not actually from uh, Appalachia, is that uh, Paul, they yell stolen valor at Paul. <laughs> That's horrible. I haven't gotten that directly, but oh, yeah. others have. Okay. Oh, that's horrible. But yeah. I, but because I've made a point not to have my shirt on outside of the store. You make sure to get it off. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've got. But I still don't have my my fatigue Paul, pants. Paul and walks stuff. shirtless from his that's sexy to get fuck. a coke. Just sexy valor. Yeah. Sexy valor. Speaking of that, it's time to do a little scoop mail. I see you walking through this like stolen childhood. I'll never be the same. We have a scoop mail here from Sergeant Scoops. Sergeant, we're just going. Scoops. We're going right How into this. Ironic. Or it's not ironic. Or I picked this one because it's what we're talking about. <laughs> hey, Matt, Paul, and Jacob, and anyone else in the churn, eat shit. How on topic. True. I felt compelled to write you guys on behalf of the veteran scoops and push back ever so slightly on something Paul said in episode 522 about patrons of the zombie hole giving him shit about his military fatigues. Whoa. First, to give Paul credit, I agree with about 90% of what he said. Most veterans would understand that you're an actor, that the zombie hole is portraying a military character, uh, that it's not meant to be taken overly seriously, and would right. not get upset. I have not been to the zombie hole, but it probably would not bother me to the point that I would say anything. However, however. Uh-oh. and now this but, is 
the, the scoop is is not asking a question, but he's kind of asking a question here. Okay. Uh, Paul did make it sound like the actual like the like the zombie hole is using the actual brand of fatigues that we use, known as the Army Combat Uniforms or ACUs, rather than a generic costume that happens to have a camouflage pattern. I believe that is probably what is upsetting people and would honestly bother me a little bit myself. Uh, see, it but doesn't bother us to see someone in camouflage or a military style costume because you general. can't see them. Exactly. You're like, where are they? <laughs> but the actual uniforms that we use uh, are worn to a very exacting standard and are very sacred to us. To be fair to the veterans uh, who have gotten upset at Paul, they may have seen a brother or sister bleed through that very uniform. Sure. And we were taught from day one that wearing it incorrectly is a disrespect to what it stands for. So I, I, uh, I can empathize. I feel the same way about dance belts. When I right. see regular people just wearing a dance uh-huh. belt casually, you know, it's like, sure, your cock looks huge, but are you doing it for proper support and movement of your legs? No, and I get upset. So, Paul, the the implied question here is: Does the zombie hole use real military uh, uh, uniforms? I'm, or are they are they military style costumes? I'm not certain. I think they are actual fatigues that you can buy, like military surplus. I think so. Type thing. But let me say this: I will never defend the zombie hole. <laughs> <laughs> I think it is. I have always thought it is a stupid idea. That they even get this close to approximating actual military right. garb. Because if they had like purple camo, right. you would still be you're totally fine. I was like, dude, I made done. that suggestion. I was like, why not just dye it some weird color? Yeah, because we wouldn't care. And uh, right. like, I'm not going on that attraction. And Those costumes are too wouldn't cool. Wouldn't it make sense that a zombie unit had some kind of weird color yeah. going on? I have on? a perfect idea. you got to wear clown shoes. And that's, that would be fine yeah. too. Any of it, but but I think they're. I think, I think the problem is they're trying to to hold to what the show set up with Fear the Walking Dead. Oh yeah, yeah. Starts up with army people because they're the first people mobilized when this outbreak starts to first right. happen. So that's what's going on. I just want to know if these veterans who are upset that you're wearing and a uniform as a costume in a show. Mm-hmm. No disrespect to the uniform or to the status of of that position right but are are they these the same guys who are going around to little kids dressing up as army men for halloween and saying stolen valor because <laughs> they should be and then they say stolen candy and then yeah. they take the candy from the kid dressed you know, up as an army person i think it's a i think it's a, a thing that happens because we got a little bit of that this week yeah i think it's when fourth of july veterans day oh, yeah. memorial day when, when it's on the mind. Right. And when people who are dressed like that legitimately are thanked, yep. cherished, bought beers, etc. Yeah. That there probably are lost in this is that there are people who do actually do stolen valor. There are people who are not right. in the army right. who dress up in those fatigues and get on early on their on their flights or accept beers or do whatever. I, I'll say like Veterans Day was great for me because I put on my fatigues and went to Corral, uh, Golden Corral like four times with <laughs> Veterans Day free. Are you, you're a legit veteran though, yeah? No. Uh, you're a legit eater of OK Corral though? No, I've never been. But I just, <laughs> it was, it was, I knew that I, that was a buffet that was not uh, uh, Vegas notes. So. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. We have all these different rank badges that we can put on. Yeah. And I always make sure I grab a PFC, lowest rank possible. Yeah. I'm not trying to. Even lower rank is KFC. I, yeah, yeah. I should have a KFC badge. Because <laughs> I am the chicken of the army. Then funny. you'd be a colonel. Yeah. <laughs> right. Wouldn't right. it be funny to have KFC on KFC. You? I've served in 11 herbs and spices. Uh, 
I would honestly recommend that the zombie hole consider switching to a more generic military style camouflage costume, seeing the actual ones that we use incorrectly in movies, TV, or in real life. Uh, this is where deep nerve. this is where we have to push back, which is uh, once this decision is made, there's not a. Um uh, a savings account, a, uh, there's not a slush fund, not enough petty cash lying around. I think that, right. I think that ship has sailed on the old zombie hole. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, the place is going to be closed before they worry about any of this shit. Uh, I think uh, An to, expensive outfitting everyone in brand new uniforms probably isn't... It's uh, that, it's uh, that, that weird camouflage list. that I guess caught a lot of uh, blowback in general. It's the stuff that looks all digitized. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's the And I think that they have since decided that it's not terribly effective. Okay. Like, they thought it was going to be really effective and in and urban scenarios and whatnot. Well, yeah. it, it, no, it, was, it was thought to be effective because of the digital surveillance. Oh. And so looking like a pixelated screen would make people look like a pixelated screen. Right. Okay. Huh. But it's not apparently it's not. doing so that job. So they started job. shooting at pixelated screens. Right. I don't know. Uh, I fall completely in line with this scoop. And I straight up apologize to anyone who would be offended. It is not meant uh, for offense. It is meant to uh, just portray the show. Uh, for the most part, 99.9% of the time, the uniforms are inside the attraction, not seen by anyone who doesn't come to go through and understand that it is part of the whole yeah. shebang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. That's uh, Sergeant Scoops. And I, I absolutely <laughs> also empathize with just hating dicks who say they're military when they're not. I get right, it. Right, right. Um, uh, let's see. We got one here from a uh, cat, aka Mr. Scoop. G- Dear churn dudes, my all-time favorite, and I don't care who sees, grilled cheese sandwich with, with vanilla ice cream, grilled cheese a la mode. Boy. Try it, you'll love it. Oh, we cat did, scoop. We, we uh, so. All right, that's a Mr. Scoop. This RJ's again in here. This this is written in because we w- wanted people because we were talking about the lady who dipped her chicken finger in a soda. Who we now know, and what, our, was, what was the soda? Uh, I believe it's just a common cola. Because I can, I can see chicken wings and Dr Pepper. Okay, or root beer for that matter. There you go. Right. This was a chicken. Dr Pepper, I think, is a, a normal. Well, now we're working sauce. on we're working on Coke Zero gravy. Oh. We so are. You might want to take up. I could make you some Coke Zero gravy. I was going to say you might might want to take up the challenge. Make, no, there, there's another part of the challenge that Paul isn't saying. The whole thing has to still be zero calories. <laughs> well, we're, oh, trying so, to get it, we're trying to get it low calorie. So very low Coke calorie. Zero sausage gravy is not an option. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, we just basically need Coke Zero with a thick. I saw well, RJ's got, eyes light got, up. It's got <laughs> Coke Zero in hey, it. Oh, I'll tell you what. How much pork can I put in this gravy? All right. You know what? I won't say All no. All the pork. I would love to hear and see what RJ's well, now, Coke now, Zero now we're gravy. Talking, now we're going keto. Now we're going uh, uh, <laughs> well, Atkins I do, on this thing. I do a brisket that I... Um, my sauce for braising and for uh, uh, saucing it when I'm smoking it is Dr. Pepper. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Dr. Pepper has roots in a lot of barbecue. It also has roots in smoking. Like if you yeah. do a country ham, yeah. brine it in Dr. Pepper for a couple mm. days first before you cook it. Mm. I'm so in. Good. Or even Coca-Cola for that matter. Yep. And do like I will make you a Coke Zero. Now, do you want this a sweet gravy or a savory gravy? Coke Zero vanilla. We want to go sweet gravy. Oh, I, oh wait a oh, second. Oh, sweet gravy. Bam, bam, vanilla. Yeah, it's Coke Zero vanilla. <laughs> um, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> this is, this good is thing you a said, challenge. Good thing you said sweet. Yeah. This is right. A savory vanilla gravy. This is becoming. Uh, it's going right there with I pudding can make, skin. I and, can basically uh, make you sweet a savory vanilla gravy. Ah, yeah, right now. Right here. Give me ten minutes. I can make it for you right now. Isn't that your stripper name? And then my, rap, my refractory period. 
<laughs> my super name is Refractory Period. No, your stripper name. My stripper name is, is Sweet, Sweet Vanilla, Vanilla Gravy. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage, Sweet Vanilla Gravy. Get them Sweet fi- Vanilla Gravy. Get them fingers ready for dipping, ladies. Don't you forget about me. Dip your fingers. Goo. Um, there was a, um, in Cambridge, Mass, near um, one of the colleges there, I, I'm not sure which one. Yeah. <laughs> there is a grilled cheese truck. Ah, all they did was not, they, the, several restaurants that opened. They're okay, but this grilled cheese, cheese truck made the best because all the bread was baked fresh daily, mm-hmm. and they used fancy fucking cheese. Mm-hmm. And they, the best thing I ever had was this homemade rye. It was homemade rye bread. It was grilled to perfection inside. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm looking away. Inside um, is Stilton, which is a, a moldy cheddar cheese from England. Mm-hmm. Crispy and caramelized onions. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that was a, a, a really aged Swiss. Oh. And it just all melt, melted in. And then they gave you the option of having bacon on it, which I took. Of yes. course. Oh, man. That's really the option good. for bacon is allowed. Yes. Take yeah. the option for bacon. Yeah. Grill onion, cheese, and bacon as a general on anything or alone is fantastic. Oh, I, yeah. I would love to do like a bacon fondue. Guys, bacon fondue party. Let's do it. And bacon then we'll prank all, party we can prank all the boys we like. With, <laughs> with sweet vanilla gravy. Sweet vanilla, gra- sweet vanilla gravy. A bacon fondue party? <laughs> I bet you I bet you bacon dipped in Coke Zero sweet vanilla gravy would be oh, really yeah, good. Yeah, it would be. Because I love candied bacon. It'd be like candied bacon. Yeah. I don't want it to just become like <laughs> Paul's got special? notes. What, Paul, what Paul's don't you notes. want it to become like, Paul? Do you want it to be a dipping sauce or something you pour over? Here's something? the thing: like I'm feeling when I'm thinking about it now, I'm thinking, you know what it would be perfect for? Topping cinnamon buns. Okay, I see it. I see it. I see it. Right? I see it. Or topping cinnamon buns was the last physical porn I ever rented. <laughs> <laughs> or as a, a, a sauce over ice cream. Yes. For a Sunday. Yep. Quite possibly even a pie. Yep, guys. Like, make a we're coke really, a pie out of it. We're really, what? We're really, the fuck? we're really blowing the zero element of this one. <laughs> no, no, no. Patty it's, it's, rabbit. Oh, a coke, ze- a, a coke zero. Why are we doing coke zero vanilla? A coke zero vanilla. Ice cream. <laughs> coke zero vanilla caramel apple pie. Low cal, a low cal ice cream sundae. You just cut the butter out. Yeah, that's it. And then it's <laughs> and then it's something you can eat before a track meet. Exactly. <laughs> if you haven't had a chance uh, to dine with with Matt and I when we go on our mandates, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's it's a bacon and, and pork belly feast. Mm. It's my it's my exception of the week. We go yeah. to uh, bake, truffles and bacon yeah. over in Henderson. Oh, yeah. that sounds. But good. But it's uh, it's all, it's also secrets out on that place. We can only go during the weekday weekends. Yeah. It's literally can't, you can't get, get in. Packed, huh? It's a little. It's it's one of my favorite kind of places. It's a a northeastern snob. It's a, yep. it's a little storefront place, not a little chain. There's another place, that, another soul food place that opened up over by uh, what's his bucket's house? Um, Jacob. Jacob's the old house. house. His old house, and it's a soul food place. Soul food, southern food. Whoa. And they do a southern uh, a southern brunch. It's called Kiss My Biscuit. <laughs> it's called a shrunch. It's shrunch. Southern brunch. Shrunch. Get shrunch with it, guys. Southern brunch. Shrunch. Put it on everything. <laughs> Get the banners made. <laughs> I want ads in every paper. <laughs> we invented Srunch. You better come Srunch your mama. <laughs> it's Mother's Day. You better come Srunch your mama. 
Did you shrunch someone you love today? If you love me, you'll shrunch me. You can get little John to be the spokesperson for it because he's you know, yeah. he, he's the king of crunk. He could be the king of shrunch. King of shrunch. Yep. Yeah. See? Shrunch, okay. We got one here from Kinky Scoop. Hey, guys. <laughs> I didn't bother to watch the cobra feeding video that you recently discussed, but I want to clarify a few things about snakes. Okay. <laughs> that they were to feed the snakes feeding and the they snakes keep jumping snake. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, you know, you've seen that. No, I'll look it up. Oh, RJ, seven minutes. It used to be recommended to take your uh, your steak out of its home enclosure, feed them in a separate enclosure, then return them. This has fallen out of favor because of the stress that moving uh, after a large meal puts on a snake's body and Uh, having to touch a goddamn snake. I was just saying, yeah, it's about (laughs) them. Yeah, it's really fallen out of favor because of the way the snakes feel. Most reptile keepers feed in the home enclosure and then spend time with their reptiles outside of feeding time so that the animal learns to distinguish between hand and rat. Yeah, that's what that guy was doing with his fucking giant tongs holding each one by the neck. Yeah. Reptiles are living creatures too and most require some sort of socialization, just like dogs and cats, which brings me me to my next point. A drawer or rack system is typically used to house a large number of animals in uh, as small a space as possible. It also allows for easy cleaning and other daily tasks and makes heating the enclosure uh, easier. This style of housing is typically done either in research, production situations, or by people who like to call themselves breeders, but who really just want to maximize their profit. <laughs> Matt, oh, I just found a 20-minute version. I've hung minute. out with breeders. I just found a 20-minute version. <laughs> of him feeding oh, snakes? <laughs> oh, and he's wearing a fucking uh, uh, GoPro. This is up close and personal <laughs> shit right here. But this is what it's like. He just opens up different slots of snakes yeah. and feeds the snake. I don't know. I don't... Uh, there's there's got to be a term for it, but a penchant for constantly wanting to show visuals on a podcast that's only audio only. I mean, Paul insists on showing videos and just laughing and holding up holding it up like a kid. It's something I did all the time on Ugly Couch Show. Oh, speaking of fucking Ugly Couch Show, <laughs> uh huh. Kirsten and what's his name yeah, on the Commander show? Commander K. Commander Excelsior. Uh, balls in your mouth but um uh whatever whatever you oh, guys change his name again whatever your nerd rap names are in that show nerd rap names fucking uh ugly couch no uh geek shock yes geek shock is how they're known that's the podcast uh kirsten tagged me in the most bullshit uh conspiracy theory video <gasps> about the patriots oh he found this he found this thing he found this video it was uh saying that bill belichick wanted to lose uh, the last Super Bowl to the Eagles on purpose because he hated Tom Brady and Tom Brady and him had a falling out. <laughs> ah. This video was 16 minutes long. 16 minutes long of to explain just gone. that. Well, that's the thing. So, like, I'm like, what is this conspiracy theory? Four minutes in, I still don't know what it is. <laughs> so I start to, like, fast forward. And I swear to God, the, the person took time to find, like, uh, all this uh, edited video of other sports broadcasters Talking out of their ass because that's their fucking job. That's right. what so they do. Finding sportscasters to corroborate any small detail, not very hard. How is that a piece so of the, evidence? Right. So then they show this video of Tom Brady on the Super Bowl. Like, here he is. It's like the, the PA de la resistance, right? <laughs> here he is in the fourth quarter, down one touchdown, plenty of time. Tom Brady's led plenty of touchdown drives. Here he is firing up his offense, and then he's, just, he's trying to kind of talk a couple of bits, and then he gets quiet and stays still. And they're like, see what happened there? What you can't see on the video. Why did you show me video if you're telling me what I can't see on it? So it's like Bill Belichick is standing just off camera, and Tom Brady's about to fire up his troops, but then he sees Belichick, and he stops. Yeah, that's the only explanation for what I just saw. 
And it's all because they traded Garoppolo. So Belichick, I was like, yeah, Bill Belichick wants to lose the Super Bowl to shove it to his pretty boy quarterback. Wait, Janine Garoppolo is coaching? Yes. And she's gained a little more weight, so she looks healthy. No, God. Um, she looks like me now? <laughs> You're so mean. Um, I remember when she was funny. That video is kind of bullshit. Is, I saw, I saw a recent uh, thing. I, I, I still have a crush on Janine Garoppolo. Oh, no. I watched a recent uh, uh, stand-up special for her. I really enjoyed it. I still have my so crush that. on Sarah Silverman. Well, who doesn't have a crush on Sarah Dude. Silverman? Join the club. Let me see if you're a yes, heterosexual eyes and penis. Yeah, exactly. You know she has a 70s porn bush. Uh, Hooray. <laughs> she was on the Chelsea Handler show naked. Uh, oh, that's great. Huge. <laughs> Just uh, Was Good it winter? Her. It was like... Was it winter? It, was it winter? <laughs> it, I, it, it looked like it could have been having a 60-year-old Italian grandma... Infillation. Are you sure it wasn't a wolf pelt? It was. It could have very well been a wolf pelt because I know it was cold. They were in a shower. She might have been doing like some clan of the cave bear cosplay. Yeah, uh, yeah. Wearing a wolf oh, you know about that movie where she did the the nude scene in the shower? Yeah, where she yeah, was, yeah. Wearing a wearing a wearing a wolf pelt. Yeah, a yeah. Wolf <laughs> a merkin. Yeah, the merkin dream. I don't know if it was made in the states. The merkin dream was to <laughs> was to was to was to be strapped to, to her crotch. <laughs> Michael, my American dream. For your son? American dream. American is a the pussy American, The American okay, okay. dream it's not needs to be a burlesque uh, review oh, show on the strip. The American dream. dream. Old school used to be theater. Oh, had a Dusty Saturday, Rhodes would had a Saturday night wrestling show where someone was called the American dream. And it was, Dusty it was, Rhodes. Yeah. No, 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 but they were called the American dream. Like oh, were, the American dream. It was spelled oh, how like Merkin. funny. Yeah, yeah. So I don't want to. All right, so we can't bite credit. on that. What was that? You, it's old, old school. UCB had a live wrestling show. Fucking A. On Saturday nights. Props to UCB's old school live wrestling yeah, show yeah, yeah. with the Merkin Dream. Yeah. That's gold. It was good. It was As I said, reptiles are living creatures in need, enrichment, hiding places, etc. I'm sure I've missed stuff, but that's my animal science PSA for the day. Fucking you in your faces with a sexing, uh, sexing probe kit. That's Kinky Scoop. Thank you, Kinky Scoop. Yeah. Gentlemen, before he reads the next one, I got a boogie. All right, guys. It's been pre- it's been so fun being here. R.J. Owens, everybody. Ladies and gentlemen, Roger. One day I'll come back and we'll do a full thing. Yeah, yeah. It's been like again. a year. It's as soon as you yeah. can. Too long. Want. I mean, I don't get a chance to record podcasts enough. <laughs> Whatever you want. Come on in. All right. Bye, kids. Bye. Yeah. Have fun at Bye, work. R.J. The great R.J. Owens, everybody. He has to go and do things. He's yeah. a productive member of Las Vegas society. He has to entertain... Thousands and thousands of people. Baby it up. No, it's fine. Okay. Right here. Bye. We have one here from P4, the vaguely referenced scoop. P4? P4. P A F O U R. All right. What's a P4? Uh, P with? To store in the balls. <laughs> Hello, boys. <laughs> Listening to episode three, uh, 327, and the talk of allergy shots prompted me to write in my story of horror. Oh, geez. When I was in grade school, I had some pretty serious allergies that had uh, mostly subsided until recently when I discovered the medical joys of downhill slalom and hitting one's mid-30s. I mostly grew out of them when I hit puberty, but for years I got allergy shots in both arms twice a week. Oh. One time when I was about eight, I went, uh, I went back to the shot station at the allergist and waited for the nurse to grab my lab-mixed pre-made vial of solution, load up the shots, and stick me. She searched around for a bit and said, hmm, your vials aren't here. It's all right. I'll just mix them myself. <sighs> that seems like it's That's something a terrible that could idea. never fail. 
What? She's going to do an impromptu uh, allergy cocktail. Okay. As an eight-year-old, I thought to myself something like, well, she's an adult and wearing nurse clothes. I'm sure she knows what she's doing. It turns out... The hair of a newt! She may have been good at a great many things, but mixing <laughs> allergy shots on the fly, not one of them. <laughs> the Eye of weasel! The tears of a virgin! <laughs> You'll never sneeze again! <laughs> My mom and I left the allergist the office to go buy me some shoes about 15 minutes away. As I'm sitting there trying on shoes, hacking and swelling up, the poor girl who was helping us get shoes was getting more and more concerned. My mom, for her part, was trying to hustle this along so I could get some damn shoes, uh, for which she paid by check. We got back to the car. Uh, my mom whipped out her bag phone, the height of technology in 1989. Yeah. And called the allergist. They told her to haul ass back over to the office because I was probably going to going into shock and needed some steroids post-haste. At some point, she tried to take a shortcut, was flummoxed by a freight train, and that's about when I passed out from not being able to breathe. I woke up in the doctor's office with everyone looking very concerned, but relieved that I didn't die. I suppose. I remember being uh, most bummed that I couldn't go play baseball uh, that night because my right arm was where they uh, shot the steroids in, leaving it looking more like a shell than human skin, which thankfully healed just fine. Oh. Uh, I also think that for me specifically, they didn't do much to permanently curtail my allergies any more than puberty did. Being old is another story. Uh... Though, Matt, you should probably still get that shit checked out. Thanks for the funny, <laughs> and that's P4, the vaguely referenced scoop. Oh, thanks, right. P4. What I'll a get, harrowing tale. I'll get checked out by a witch. Did you ever by get allergy shots? I ended up, no, I never did the allergy shot thing. I did it briefly. I just started doing it for about um, six months, and I was like, fuck this. Yeah, I, I ended up just doing the meds uh, regularly. Mm-hmm. Still the kind of meds every day. All right. Instead of just taking them as needed, and that seemed to help out a lot. That's what I did. And the, uh, i just been doing the old saline, saline flushes at night. It seems to be just fine. Yeah, I used saline to do... Saline Dion. Saline Dion. My nose will go on. <laughs> yeah, I used the, uh, the, nose, the nose bidet, and that, uh, that works pretty well. Nose bidet. Worst wrestler ever. Nose bidet. I agree to disagree. The trouble I've seen. Nose bidet knows the sorrow. <laughs> it's time to do a little jock versus nerd. The sneezing. The sneezing. There it is. Jock versus nerd action. Oh, am I? Fuck yeah. I'm on the hunt for balls. On the hunt for balls. Giggletown. <laughs> Hello, gentlemen of Churn. As a thank you for filling our ear holes each week, attached is a new scooperty. Uh, best of luck and enjoy the maths. This is from uh, Bork Bork Borking You in Your Faces, the Swedish Scoop. Oh, Lord, here comes math. <laughs> well, let's see here. <laughs> the categories are Las Vegas, math for improvisers, oh. Warren Moon, and ice cream. All right. And uh, let's see. I think Paul, yeah, Paul, you go first. All right. I'll try math for improvisers for 400. For 2,000. <laughs> uh, one plus one equals this. What is two? Let's see. The answer is two. Well Hooray. done, Paul. Well oh, done. Right. Take that, skeptics. Matt, your turn. I'll take math for professor for two thousand, please. <laughs> Let's see oh. here. This is the square root of one. What is one? Look at that. Yeah, it is one. Nice. Well done. Well done. Uh, let's see. I'll go. Um, I'll go math for professor for twelve hundred. <laughs> One divided by one equals this. I believe that's one. It sure is. And Paul? I'll do math for improvisers for 800. 
The Daily Double. <laughs> you have 800 that you can wager, and here comes your $800 Daily Double question. <laughs> what is one? One times one <laughs> equals this. One. You going one? You sure? Yep. You know, if you multiply any number by itself, it's zero. Right. Except it's one. <laughs> the answer is Yay. one. Uh, Matt, your turn. I'll take uh, Las Vegas for 400, please. This is the longest-running headlining act in Las Vegas history. Uh, who are Penn and Teller? It sure is Penn and Teller. Hooray. Oh, it's secretly Matt King. Uh, let's see. It's me. I'll go, longer, um, huh? I'm yeah. gonna go I'm going to go Las Vegas for 2,000. I'm going to try to make a little move here. This was the first hotel built on what is now known as the Strip. Uh, I think it's the Flamingo. Uh, it's pronounced Flaming O. <laughs> Uh, the El Rancho Las Vegas in 1941. The Flamingo, who once billed themselves as the first luxury hotel on the Strip, opened in 1946. Oh, up your ass, Joe Boo. So there oh, you go. man, El Rancho, the Flamingo was a lie. I guess so. But it's a, it's, but it's a good lie because it's stuck, and we all think it's the first one on the Strip. Yeah, it worked. And uh, Ted El Rancho died years ago, so he has no one around to preach his legacy. Ted El Rancho. <laughs> I am Ted El Rancho. I am founder of this casino. <laughs> uh, Paul, your turn. I'll do ice cream for 400, please. Let's see here. Cherry Garcia and Chubby Hubby are two oh. flavors offered by this Vermont-based ice cream duo, now owned by the entirely unhippie uh, Unilever. Uh, Paul knows this because he's such a fucking deadhead. All he does is listen to Grateful Dead music all day long. Go ahead, ask him about grilled cheese. Who's Ben and Jerry? Ben and Jerry's is correct. Oh my god, that's hilarious. Uh, Matt, your turn. I'll take um, ice cream for eight hundred, please. Bonacera scoops. Let's go get some of this. A dense, rich Italian style ice cream. Jacob's treat. Gelato. Gelato is correct. Uh, let's see. I need to make up some points here. I'm going to go ice cream for 2,000. Oh, Ooh. boy. My best friend's sister's boyfriend's brother's girlfriend heard from this guy who knows this kid who saw Ferris pass out at this ice cream chain last night. Fuck. <laughs> uh, Baskin Robbins. Baskin Robbins! Baskin Robbins. It's actually parentheses. I knew it was 31 flavors. 31 flavors. Yeah. Nice. Uh, let's see. Paul, your turn. No one was more excited about that answer than Jacob. I'll do nope. improvisers for 1,200. Uh, there is not a category called I mean, ice cream for twelve hundred. <laughs> I'll take twelve hundred for twelve hundred. Twelve hundred. I'll take. I'm. Tired. I would like twelve hundred points, please. I'm having a stroke. Let's keep playing. <laughs> this dessert is very similar to, but technically not ice cream. It is denser, includes eggs, and is very popular in Wisconsin and across the Midwest. Uh, frozen custard. I think it is frozen custard. It is frozen custard. Oh, we, we have, have a lot a, of those in Jersey. We and, have a place here. And they started closing left and right. I actually ate at Custer's last stand. <laughs> we'll see you soon. <laughs> 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 I never got the reaction of Paul, which was just shame and then laughter. Paul just hated That's me, felt great. shame, and then loved that it. That was a great one. <laughs> that was good. Custard's last stand. Now, the place out here is called Love It. Yeah. You been? I haven't. You no. should take the kids sometime. Well, we should. I bet they like those, it. It's one of those uh, fancy... I like being a good custard, but it's absolutely you horrible for you. Yeah. Have you ever yeah. been to love it? I haven't been to love it. I leave it. Oh! There you go. Whoa! It's, better, pun, it's pun o'clock! Better than custard's last <laughs> it's stand. pun o'clock! Time, oh, don't we gain an hour this year? Yeah. Matt, your turn. We gain a pun? I'll take... I'll take... Uh, Fall back? 
Uh, fall back. Um, I'll take <laughs> Las Vegas for eight hundred, please. This was the first paved street in Las Vegas in 1925. Your mom's and fucking also <laughs> had its first stoplight in 1931. <laughs> that ugly bitch. That shit was well tread. That ugly bitch drive. Now it's better known as the place where you can experience zombies, a zip line, and kick and steel drum music. Who is uh, Fremont Street? Fremont Street is correct. Who is Fremont Street? Who is, Who Fremont, is Fremont Street? Street? You know, you there ask, is a ten, guy. ask 10 people, you'll get 10 answers. <laughs> I'll tell you what it is. It's a place where people go to do cocaine in the bathroom of the zombie hole. Huh? <laughs> you didn't hear that from me, though. <laughs> I'm going to Las Vegas for 1200 This entertainment bombed during his first two-week residency at the New Frontier Hotel and Casino in 1956 with a Newsweek critic uh, describing the show as like a jug of corn liquor at a champagne party. Oh, that is cutting deep. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, sir. Uh, Two-week residency, 56. Come on. <laughs> Jeez. Wow. This is, a guy, this is a guy who exclaimed to the heavens when he got Baskin-Robbins right. Yeah. Are you going to ride him on this? I'm riding him. Uh, I'm going to guess Sinatra. Elvis. Elvis. Oh, there you go. That makes more sense. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Paul or Sinatra, like a like a like a jug of of New Jersey corn liquor. <laughs> I don't know why you cats aren't digging what I'm selling. Like a Hoboken corn liquor. <laughs> Boopily boop 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 corn corn. He'd be more like a fifth of Jack Daniels at a champagne party. That's right? true. I'll go Warren Moon for four hundred, please. Let's see here. Moon played for this team. Uh, uh, Moon played for this then AFC Central team in the NFL. Who are the Oilers? The Houston Oilers is correct. Sinatra played for the Oilers. I he think did. so. Like a jug of corn. <laughs> I want to catch that cuckoo ball. <laughs> Take it down the field of peace. Watch hey, out, Tom Sammy, pass me the ball. Touchdown. Stop referring to every black football player as Sammy. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Okay. I'll do it. I'll curtail my racism. <laughs> Matt, it's your turn. <laughs> boo, 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 boo. Warren Moon for 800, please. Good catch, Shinebox. Daily Double. Wagering 4,000 on this Daily Double. Moon played for this then Pack 8 school in college. Oh, fuck. I don't know this. Um... Let's see here. Uh, Pac, I don't even know what the fuck a Pac-8 team is. That's the ones with Pac-Man. Oh. Oh, got it. What is it? Four Ghosts University. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> the Fighting Booze. <laughs> the Fighting Booze. <laughs> we were the Inkies. Uh, where's that cherry? <laughs> um, I, uh, fuck. I have to guess. This is a Daily Double. I can't That's pass. That's right. Um, what is... Uh, uh, Pepperdine, <laughs> Washington. Yes, uh, like the, Pepperdine, the Pepperdine of Washington, 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 like a fine Pepperdine. Uh, let's see. Uh, I'm going to go Warren Moon for two thousand. Of course, you are. Undrafted out of college, Moon signed with the Edmonton-based uh, CFL team. Or signed with this Edmonton-based CFL team. He did okay, winning five championships in six seasons. Uh, this came up on yesterday's Jock versus or on, on the last Jock versus Nerd. Yeah, uh, last last episode's Jock versus Nerd. Yep. and I don't remember what it is. <laughs> I was gonna say I don't remember from last Jock versus Nerd. Uh, passing to Paul. 
I can't remember. All I want to say is the Edmonton Oilers, but I know that I know, I know that's the hockey team. I know. Um, what is the apologetic uh, Mounties? <laughs> Wait, was it the flat? Was it the what's it the Leafs? I don't think so. You can guess the Leafs I'm if you would like to. Anything. Let's see. It was the Eskimos. Oh, the how dare Eskimos. you? How dare you? Boy, the racism Cultural just keeps going. Appropriation. Yep. Yeah. I'd say if there's one thing, one word to describe Canadians, it is racist. Eskimo or less. Paul closing out the game. Moon's Pac-18 beat the Big Te- the Big Ten's University of Michigan at the 1978 edition of this bowl game. I'm going to go with Rose Bowl. Let's see. It was the Rose Bowl. Hooray. I wow. almost went Tostitos Bowl, but then I remembered they weren't around in 78. Oh, Paul destroyed us. Yeah, Paul has 4,400 points. Matt and I are tied at zero. All right, which brings me ever so closer. Oh, wait. Zero brings me nothing closer. Yep. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Paul's now out, way out in the lead here on, on Scooper. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a new era. It's way a new ahead. Era. Way ahead. Me, I had the lead in the old, in the old low-digit amounts, but now it's to be double the amounts. It's Paul's risk factor that really gets him over the top. Yep. Or, or causes me terrible losses. <laughs> you cause me terrible losses. Uh, of, of my bowels. Ooh. No. I want Ooh, to. girl. I want to. I just got a text that weed is 100% legal in Canada, everybody. Ah, good. What? Yeah, I think it's part of a chain. Wasn't it always? Wait, no. did we get another one? Oh, no. did you give us, did you send us thank yous, Jacob? No. No, oh, so, so. When I'm looking at my phone for no reason then? Uh-huh. Well, I like it. It's a good-looking phone. You confused me. <laughs> I want to thank Penn's for getting this podcast. Thanks, Ben. I also want to thank everyone who backs us on Patreon. Uh, Fantastic. Uh, we are trying to grow our audience. We're trying to pay a few bills. We're also, you know, we do things like uh, do things like pay, uh, pay our own gas, and we take care of a few things for ourselves as well. We do. Um, you know, Paul works uh, very... For Zombie Hole, it doesn't pay fantastically. It does not pay it. It pays shit. This man is a talented man. He deserves to have some walking around money. I do. So go to preachingfun.com and uh, and hit it up there. Just a little, a little as a dollar. You get all, access to all kinds of cool stuff like a secret RSS feed. Um, we also have all kinds of things like a sticker of the month club. You can get one-of-a-kind artwork. You get access to our, our audio uh, bank there. Paul, you going to record some new Porn for the Blind uh, this month? I might. Yeah. You should. You're supposed to do it every month. <laughs> How about this? Yes. <laughs> All right, I, I I I promise you, new porn for the blind. Yeah, uh, I'm thinking of actually. Uh, we'll see. I'm gonna brainstorm. I might have another dog and snake album in me. What uh, for the new year? You're on fire for the early new year. Really? Yeah, we'll see. This is a lot. We'll you're, see. Just, you're just oozing music out of you right now. Uh, yeah, I'm feeling a little musical. I, I mean, I was I was pleased with uh, this. Start as a bit of doing dog and snake. Yeah. Also, yeah, if you're part of Patreon. I don't know what made me think of this, but you'll get access to all kinds of cool stuff, uh, exclusive stuff that uh, isn't available to the masses as well. Yeah. Uh, so, so go ahead and, uh, yeah. and check that out. That's a good idea. Um, and uh, yeah, you get a discount to all of our merch store stuff as well yep. when you join. What else? I want to thank our listeners, all of you. Thank you for being a listener. Thanks for making uh, time when you can download us. There's a lot of fucking podcasts out there. There sure are. And we do I our can't best. even keep up with all the podcasts I like to listen to. I know. To. So I, I, people making time for us helps us a lot. It is appreciated. If you are listening, uh, go ahead and uh, shout us out on social media and tell us anything you want, anything you picked up from the episodes. We don't. We, we like. We even get corrected on there. We don't care. We retweet all of our corrections. Yeah. Uh, but we're at Hay Scoops on all of our social media. Um, Facebook, uh, Instagram, and um, Twitter. Yeah, the ones that we keep track of. We're also at Hayscoops on like Pinterest and stuff, but I haven't looked over there in a while. 
Uh, there's a Reddit page. Our Reddit page is really great. Uh, I don't yes. spend enough time over there yet. Uh, but all kinds Jeff of great Roth stuff. helps to keep that cooking. Yeah. It's a great log of like all of our episodes. It's really, they do a good there's job. a lot of good there. info on there, yeah. Um, what else? If you want to uh, help us out beyond that, you can participate in what we call our obelisk scheme. It is not a pyramid scheme. Don't accuse no. us of that. Don't even look at the tiny pyramid on top of the obelisk. Paul, don't even bring up the tiny pyramid on the top of the Probably obelisk. Probably a better idea. Uh, you want to find one person and one person only who might like our show or just likes podcasts, and you don't have to oversell them on it. Just make them curious. Nudge them towards us. Tell us to give us, tell us to give us a couple episodes. Nudge, give nudge, us a little nudge. run there. That's part of our obelisk uh, scheme. Uh, you can do that for us. That would help us out a lot. Or you can review us on yeah, iTunes. If you, if you still really don't like us after about 35 episodes, feel free to stop listening. Yeah, that is on us. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We accept uh, it. <laughs> but thank you, all the scoops, all the creamers. But say subscribed. All the ice cream socialists. <laughs> yes, they subscribe. Just, you know, don't listen. Just don't listen. That's what I do with like half of my uh, uh, um, podcast. Yeah. And hey, the uh, the Apple Store actually goes through and resets all those iPhones every day. So like, <laughs> if you subscribe to it in the Apple Store, I'm just one of their demo phones. They unsubscribe it at the end of the day. So you make sure you go back every day. <laughs> <laughs> God. Oh no! I haven't, I haven't turned anyone on to your podcast, but I do subscribe phones every day. <laughs> uh, subscribe five times. Uh, yeah. in the iPhone. Set store. it to download. Uh, but thank you all so much. Uh, we love you, and we do. And, and more than that, we're proud of you. <laughs> Thanks, Matt. Dad. Matt's proud of you. I'm proud of you. Paul thinks you can do better. I, I know you can. <laughs> all right, we'll see you soon. <laughs> see you soon. Be best. <laughs> Plenty of fun stuff on our store. Boyscoop.com slash swag. Swag-a-daggle-doodle-doodle-bottle-dee. And if you're listening to this... Yeah, this comes out Cyber Monday. Yeah. Oh, so look, we're doing a one-day fucking Cyber Monday There's thing. a deal. We should maybe record that separately. Yeah. For the top. Yeah, maybe we'll put it at the top of this episode. You heard it earlier. We're going to record it right now. But that thing that we talked about earlier, it's still happening. We're fucking with your brain right now, right? Oh. Ooh. Inception. Your slutty brain. Inceptus. Your slutty brain was asking for it. Uh, Look at the way your brain is dressed. Your brain was asking for it is right. Your noodle.